had 20 minutes with a counselor, what would you ask? I'm Anna Nash. And I'm Julie Sparkman, a counselor with Restore Ministries here in Birmingham, Alabama. You are listening to Head to Heart, a podcast to help you connect what you know with how you live. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Hey y'all, it's me, Anna Nash, and Julie Sparkman, your friends at Head to Heart Podcast. We're back again. Here we are. We're waking up this podcast once again, and we're so happy to be able to bring you some content today that we believe will really bring value to your walk with the Lord because we know it firsthand as we've um, applied and believed the truths that we um, are going to share with y'all today. And it's um, just an opportunity to once again step into the truth of God's Word and align it with Julie's teaching and her counseling and all the ways that many of us have benefited from similar materials. So I'm here today to let you know we're very excited that the material called From the Inside Out that Julie taught, some of you listened to that on the podcast just this past year, we have finally developed it and we have made it replicable so that you can take it and transfer it into your own lives, into the lives of those that are in your small groups, in your Bible studies, your churches. We're just really excited. It's finally been packaged up. With a workbook. um, With a workbook. All the things that you're going to need. And this, for the first time ever, we are actually going to be using this podcast to have conversation about the material, to bring it into everyday language. And just she and I are going to week to week have conversations about the principles that she speaks about in the teachings. Each week, you'll be able to listen. You'll be able to work through your workbook and your time with the Lord, processing and reflecting. And then you'll just be able to hear me and Julie, Julie and I, talking about it um, from week to week. So today, we're talking about lesson one. And so before we do that, I really want to give Julie a few minutes to tell us about how the Lord brought this about in her heart and um, cast vision for her to teach this, not just um, in her counseling office, but to us um, in the Restore community family. Mm. Um, You know, every time I write something, um, I say this is the last time. And so uh, this, of course, that was with uh, six weeks to same thinking. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that was my swan song. Um, But surprise, um, another thing got birthed. Mm. Um, so that was about, I don't know, a year and a half ago in my office. That's often where everything starts that I find myself repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm always thinking, okay, I think we're onto something. Something's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just recognizing that if I would ask my clients, if I would ask, listen, myself, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? What's going on? I, it was like a deer in headlights. Mm -hmm. I could not answer that question terribly well. I could tell you what I was doing, but I couldn't tell you how I was feeling. I couldn't tell you where I was inwardly. Mm -hmm. I could tell you what I was doing outwardly. And a lot of us are like that. Um, But, you know, it's not that easy Mm -mm. to go in. It really is a process. It's it's, It's not something we're taught. And so it's... Nothing to be ashamed about. Um, but 
the process of in the office is we we go deeper because if somebody wants to change we got to start from where you are mm-hmm. and where we are is often very different from where we think we are right because we're living up on that cognitive surface level not really paying a whole lot of attention or don't even know how to pay a whole lot of attention to what's underneath that mm-hmm. and so a lot of what I used to do in the office to kind of guide clients through that process is right. what became the study. Yeah, and you really saw the, its effectiveness. So when you say what's up underneath, that sort of launches us right into the, the content of this first lesson. And right in the um, beginning, you talk about um, looking under the hood of a car. Mm -hmm. and paying attention to Mm -hmm. what's deeper. Mm -hmm. I remember in one of your other studies, you said, you know, when when there's a needle pointing to empty or a light's going off, like you need to pay attention and and go to the service center, something's going on with your car. Mm -hmm. If you don't pay attention, it's as if you're putting a piece of tape over that, I'm just not going to look at that. I remember that. You remember that? And so it so relates to, I don't even remember what that was Mm -hmm. like. I don't have any idea. Um, But I love that idea. It, it, It makes it super, you can just really understand what that means, that that the instrument panel is the indicator, gives you the lights, the warnings, the flares, if you will, for what's going on underneath the hood. Speak a little bit about that and how that relates to our emotions. Oh, our emotions, though we, especially in Christendom, we'll we'll bash them, we'll name them as right or wrong, we'll talk about them, uh, you can't leave out of your emotions, and feeling emotion kind of has a bad rap. What a tragedy. That is what God has given to us Mm -hmm. to say, hey, pay attention. It is our physical feelings, our emotional feelings, the way that we're thinking. It is that process that's going on deeper inside that God uses. So how literally, how tragic Mm -hmm. for us to drive looking straight out the window all the time never pay any attention to what's on what's going on under the hood um, which of course you're gonna end up on the side of the road right and I, I love how it's such a redemptive principle when you say God uses it the negative emotions the hardship oh, yeah. the struggle I love the word tether right there that these things are actually ways to connect with God on a deeper level as we connect with our own souls on a deeper level mm-hmm. and so that is very very encouraging as we pay attention to our souls that that's going to draw us in and we pray for deeper connection I long to be more connected to God so but why did would you, I did you ever think that that connection with God has to do with connecting to your own soul mm, probably not and even those words if I say those words to you when we're talking about this mm-hmm. connecting to your soul How do you feel about that? Oh, all kinds of things. First of all, I'm like, is that really possible? How do I do that? I don't know if I want to go there. Mm -hmm. Um, That sounds like it takes a lot of time and Mm -hmm. a lot of therapy and is Mm -hmm. expensive. And Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many hindrances. What do you see are some of the greatest hindrances to us connecting with our souls? Every single thing that you're talking about right there. And I'll tell you the other thing, to be honest, other than the money... It is true. It does take time. Uh, It does take learning. 
It is not necessarily an easy process at all in the beginning. So that's why I wanted to give people a relatively, uh, if you will, method, simple yeah, method. We love that about you. Yes, give us the method. We yeah, would love to hear to it. To go down deep um, because it's overwhelming. So even if I say connect to your soul, that to me, oh, it sounds like such a counselor kind of thing mm-hmm, to say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely goes over my head because you know, I'm polypragmatic. And, but when I think about it, I do need to connect to my soul. Uh, and the why is, if you want to change, you can't decide to do different um, until you exactly, as I say, learn exactly where you are. Because, you know, you don't need more information. Oh, you shouldn't do it that way. 99% of the time, we've already got the information. We already know that. So if we know it, why aren't we doing it? Right. What's the obstacle that's in the way? And again, that points back. That's Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart, for from it flows everything you do. So yes. see, the scripture, the scripture says, hey, start here. Start Con- here. Connect it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And that is not where we want to start. And as a matter of fact, it's it's fun. Oftentimes in the office, we will do heart connection work. And almost as soon as we get to the heart, the, the next thing maybe the client will say, and I so understand this because I'm the same way. Okay, got it. What do I do now? <laughs> okay. And always I say, okay, mm-hmm. well, the very fact that you just wanted to press the gas. We right want to wiggle we're out. Gonna yep. stay, we're going to stay here. For just a, just a moment. Yeah. And again, here's the important thing. There's a reason for this. And the reason isn't that we sit around connecting with our feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, being deep and kind of weird and burning incense. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Yes. Because we want transformation. And because we have to know us in order to know God. And God faithfully, gently, lovingly teaches us who we are, not who we should be, who we are. And we learn that, and a lot of that has to do with, yes, pain in our background. Mm -hmm. Oh, gee whiz, the way he's wired us, um, experiences that we've been through. But what's the point? Right? It's not just so that we could experience healing. Yeah. Point, point. Point, point. Is that we would experience healing that leads to transformation, that leads us to more us, more clearly bringing the image of Christ to our world. Yes. So this is not a self-introspection, look Mm-mm. at your belly button Mm-mm. kind of let's get lost in that work. But to <clears throat> not do this work. Uh, we will not be. We well, just can't. We can't be accurately into, yeah, re- reflecting Christ. Being an image bearer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that, um, you know, you hit on just a minute there about your story. And I think that a lot of people don't like their story. Mm. And a lot of people, mm-hmm. including myself and parts of my story, I'm sure everybody has parts of their story mm-hmm. that they would wish away. Mm-hmm. And I think that what is one hindrance that you probably see in your office is that if they don't like the story, let's just don't think about it. And I don't want to go back and revisit it. I don't like to own that. I don't want that to be part of my identity. And so mm-hmm. speak a little bit to that, like that shameful place of 
and, and I should like it. If it's God's plan, God is good, mm-hmm. and I need to just believe this. And if I don't, if I hate my story or I hate parts of it or I don't want to mm-hmm. go digging in my soul, I don't want to do that because that means it's going to dig into my stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I, I want to, uh, I want to perform as a believer, and I want to accept God's good plan. Can you speak to that? Like, how do I go there in that place of regret or shame or disbelief or just really, I don't like it. And I dig there. Yeah, I, you know, I spent the first 50 years of my life running away from my story, disliking my story, mm-hmm. seeking to get redemption, mm-hmm. which meant exit from mm-hmm. my story. Only to realize, have you ever loved this quote? <laughs> it's so silly. No matter where you are, there, no, no matter where you go, there you are. And I'm always thinking, well, that is so meaningful. But, you know, no matter where I go, Right. No matter what I ended up doing, accomplishing, being, whatever, mm-hmm. my story is still within me. Mm-hmm. And again, as I say, I've, I've always had a lot of shame about it. Until the Father showed me your story, that rough around the edges place. Mm-hmm. Oh my word, that's quite literally, that's your platform. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a child, my one of my children, said to me, I've probably told this story before, but okay, what are the words that every mother wants to hear? Mom, I want to be just like you when I grow up. And, and she said this when she was like 21 at least. And she said that. I was like, oh, the moment is here. She's about to rise up and call me blessed. <laughs> I got ready. I was curious, I have to say. Um, <clears throat> and she said... You are like me. You you are you you're you're a mess. You're a mess, <laughs> you're a lunatic. But mom, you have hope. Mm. And you look at your stuff and you've changed. Mm. And because of you, I have hope. Uh, that he could do it with oh, me. Julie, oh my word. There, okay, again, though, here's the gospel, right? Here's the gospel. I'm sitting there going, N-, you know, suddenly that beautiful music, give that crescent, crash. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're telling me, thank you for being a lunatic because <laughs> you pointed me to Christ. That's not exactly what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear, oh, mom, you were such a fabulous example. Those <laughs> devotions that you let us in each morning right after the breakfast that you mm. made, that was it, mom. That was the ticket. Nope. Ah. Uh, wow. It was, it was humbling. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I don't know, may, perhaps even a little discouraging. And then she said one of the, another incredibly important thing. She said, I don't know how you made it without a you. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Okay. The you, the blessing of our messiness, but teaching people where to go with our messiness. That's not the end. Yeah. No. And she literally was saying, I, I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done it if you didn't show me what to do with it. And I have women in my office all the time, young moms, that mm-hmm. I say, oh, please don't teach your daughter. Mm-hmm. To be successful, everybody else is going to teach her that. Please teach your daughter. Give her permission. When she fails, where does yes. she go? Yes. Oh, that's a mother's job right there. Teach and train through the gospel. But I have to admit, when my daughter told me, hey, you did it, I was a little ashamed. 
Right, right. Couldn't I have looked a little better than this? I tell you what, I'm finding more and more, Julie, that the gift we can have is we receive hope from the Word of God and from Jesus and living in our identity in the Father. That hope that's offered to be able to offer someone else that is mm-hmm. unbelievable. Recently, my mom said she had read that hope is helping someone believe there's going to be a sequel. Oh. And I love oh, that so another much. fabulous Jane Harris quote. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, she, she would say, well, I read it in the book, but in my head, always is. But anyway, um, you know, hope is just such a Christian cliche word. Hope, 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 hope. Like, what is it? Yep. It's saying to someone else. And what you say to folks in your office is, you know what? We serve a God that there's going to be a sequel to this. Mm-hmm. And are we going to live as if we believe that and press into that? And that's what your daughter was saying to you. Thank you for showing me and living out there's sequel in your own life and that I can believe there's a sequel. Mm-hmm. So as we move into maybe a little bit more practical about the study, I'm going to close with one more um, Christianese word. Christian cliche is the word soul. Mm-hmm. And right now you're looking at me thinking, Anna, don't you dare ask me to define the word soul. Well, you're not going to do that, are you? <laughs> I was just going to tell you the other day, because I'm just a super simple girl, and I read this. It's the part of me that relates to God. Mm-hmm. And that I know that people have all mm-hmm. kinds of definitions for the soul, mm-hmm. believers and unbelievers. Mm-hmm. But to me, mm-hmm. that spoke. Mm-hmm. And so this study, mm-hmm. to me, is okay. paying attention to the well-being of your soul. Paying attention to the well-being of the part of me that relates to God and how I relate to God, drawing me near to God, connecting me to God, hence being an image bearer. The Mm -hmm. closer I get to him, the more I will reflect him Mm -hmm. as his child. And so that's very exciting to me about this study, that we can go through the next six sessions together. And this is intentional, not wasted time. We are being intentional in paying attention to the well-being of our soul. So thank you so much for doing that for us through this study and bringing it about. Is there anything else you'd like to share um, as as we close out today? I'm going to tell you all a little bit how we're going to do this, but is there anything else you would like to say about the study? No, I just, um, I do want to say that don't worry, we're not just going to take a deep dive into your soul, uncover <laughs> stuff, and say, isn't this great? Now you have awareness. And leave you Although, there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to tell you this. I think awareness of your story, awareness of you, as best we can have this side of heaven, really, truly is a good 90% of the battle. It, it really mm-hmm. is. Uh, the rest becomes clear, which is why it's so important to be gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. Gentle with yourself. As you are bringing stuff up, we're going to learn about this. We don't evaluate it at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Because once we start, oh, my word, shut down. Right. And, and the process of growth happens only in the context of curiosity, which happens only in the context of safety. So here's the weird thing. We have to learn to be safe to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that's also taught in the study. But as I say, once we see there... What do we do with there? And so I promise that is going to be in there. Right. Well, that's wonderful. And I I love what you said, a greater awareness of our soul and a greater connectedness with our soul offers a tether for a greater awareness of God and a greater connectedness with him. Mm -hmm. So it's it's inviting, scary, um, vulnerable, but very 
winsome and inviting and wooing. Um, who doesn't want more of the Lord? So thank you. Restore Ministry friends, this is Mandy Miller, and I work with the Restore Ministries team on um, Bible studies and a various number of other things. And we are so excited about Julie's newest study, From the Inside Out. Just wanted to let you know that there are three ways that you can participate this fall in From the Inside Out. The first way is you can um, purchase the video and workbook and walk through the study with me and a group of um, other people just like you in an online community. So that's one way. The second way is the traditional way, like if you wanted to be a facilitator, um, if you've done the study before or you wanted to lead a group through it, there's a, there's a facilitator option. And then there's also just an audio option if you just like to listen. So go to www.restore-ministries.org backslash inside dash out. I know that's a mouthful. www.restore-ministries.org backslash inside dash out. And you can get started there. Um, don't forget there is a coupon right now for 15% off. It's inside out, all caps, inside out 15. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you.